Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Here we go. I like that black. Oh, yeah, it's tight. The Believe, the Phoenix Suns podcast, right here on KSRN. With your host, Earl Burnett, a.k.a. Casually. Exactly. I'm starting to kind of figure you out a little bit, Flex. But you really believe in this Suns team. You really see something that maybe some of us are not seeing, bro. And Felix Cruz, Flex from Jersey. Just feels different. He's the hungriest dog in the race, and that's what I'm saying. That Pete, that's another dynamic I think people are underestimating. Is that we're gonna go in there with a with a pack of hundred hungry dogs, and the hungriest dog is leading our team. Time to talk, son. go down there and destroy everyone in our way all right welcome back into the believe the phoenix suns podcast and y'all better still be believing but uh i'm your host earl burnett aka casual e in the house and of course my man the one and only flex from jersey felix cruz is back in the house if i get us back on this dang on screen here a minute here hold on a second peeps here we go here we go. <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard to be a board operator and got to do the show at the same time. I had to do in the box somewhere doing this stuff. It'd be all pretty cool. but Multi-talented, nah. brother. Multi-talented. There you go. There you go. I mean, it, hey, it is what it is. But welcome back, bro. <laughs> welcome back, man. I appreciate you, my brother. Happy to be back. Back home, baby, in the casual house. Love it. Love it. You gotta, you gotta at some point give us a little bit about your trip when, because y'all don't know Flex. If y'all didn't know, Flex was here in Arizona during Game Two and had a hell of a quick stint, but <laughs> with, with no sleep and just went straight through the whole day thing almost. But he had a pretty good stint out here doing some shows and hanging out and and uh. I think he had a couple of conversations with some of the sons telling them, don't worry about everything. Dude, that's a nice there little go, right baby. There. there I go. I'm telling, I'm telling the fellas, don't listen to Twitter. Don't worry. I'm like, here. Look at look at Tory Craig, like, what the hell are you talking about, fool? I told I told I told Tory, I said, I said, bro, uh, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> You're telling them dudes to just chill a little bit. But we're going to have some fun here tonight because I brought in my dog, one of our heavy hitters, uh, my man from the easy. Well, let me just say it this way. From the hottest Saturday morning radio show going right now on KDUS 1060 a.m. from 10 a.m. to 12 noon, my man Ed Smith from the easy sports talk what is up, Big Ed? Man, I know I made it now. I'm here on oh. Casual Sports with Casual E and Flex, man. I'm, hey, I'm here. I don't know. I'm, I, I, I don't say Flex, that picture that was just on the screen, you couldn't see me. I was back here just calling. <laughs> that, was, that is so 
Good. I love it. That was, that was, that was a Twitter follower of mine, man. I got some love, man. My man, my man, shout that out to me. That was laughing. That was great stuff. Yeah, that, I, that was so funny when I saw that. I said, yeah, he probably would be right there telling the truth. Hey, chill out, man. Everything going to be all right, man. Hey, Tori Craig, like, man, who the hell are you? <laughs> Oh, I love yeah, it. that's funny. Oh, that's hey, hilarious. brother Ed, brother Ed, I love you to death, brother. I'm glad you can make it, man. I'm, hey, man, I, I love talking with you. Hey, y'all, y'all, great family, man. We we get through all this stuff together. And like I said, I told her, er, earlier, I was like, man, I just appreciate you having me on, bro. It's all in yeah, the family. But, but let's let's be real though, Ed. Speaking of this, this is the this is the the, the Phoenix Suns Believe the Phoenix Suns podcast on KSRN. Now you've been on Neutral Zone with me. Mm-hmm. You. I've come on the easy sports talk. About, this is your first time on the on the podcast. Hey, man, what the hell? Hey, I've just I've just been a phone call away, man. I've been I waiting. I've been, <laughs> I got the no, call but, today, so it's all good. No, nah, but real though, man. I mean, I'm so glad to see you healthy and up and about again, man. Because I know that surgery thing was no freaking yes, joke. Man, yeah, I'm so. still on the man, bro. I got a long way to go. Oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, it's just oh, good man. to be on the other side of the surgery. That's exactly. the best part. Hey, yeah. brother, hey, real quick, what, 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 do you have back surgery? Yeah, my second one, man. They had to go down there and the, the lower three um, uh, vertebrae removed L4, some space. L5, S1. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, I had yeah. three. I've, I've had three. I got screws uh, in my so back. You. So we could talk off the line, man. Um, I, I got through the other end, man. So stay, stay positive. Yes, sir. There you, you go. That's right. I, t- I, I talked to you offline. We'll, we'll chop okay. it up. <laughs> Absolutely. So you know what we're here for, man. And of course, we're coming off that 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 loss. Uh, what is it? No, that's not the one. Hold on a second. I got my camera wrong. Of course, the one hundred nine and one hundred three loss. Of course, in game four, and 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 now and now I got. I mean, I'm glad Flex has come back. Right on time because now Planet Orange needs to be walked back off the ledge a little bit because everybody's ready to jump off this dang on bandwagon or whatever you want to call it. They want to jump off the ledge because everything is going to hell right now. It's like, look, come on now, people. I've yeah, been man. This, I've been saying this from day one since these start since these finals started, and I've been saying something else when this whole playoff thing started. But I'm gonna go with the finals first. This is a finals competition between two evenly matched teams and we cannot expect that we just going to run through these dudes. I mean, yeah. why does everybody think it's just going to be a cakewalk? I mean, I know yeah. our our first 3 series were hey, we 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 pretty much dominated and ca- okay, but as you get through closer to the end of the the whole thing to winning it, it's going to get harder. And and mm-hmm. and I keep saying is that other team is there for a reason too. Mm-hmm. Right, and I hate right. to hear. I hate to hear all of. Well, the, the Suns didn't do this, and the Suns didn't do that, and they didn't do it. I'll say, okay, there's a reason why the other team has done something on defense, right, to cause those things. Let's get this other team a little bit of credit, and it, right. and, and that's just how it goes. But we we gotta we gotta walk them back, Flex. And I know you got a lot. I mean, I caught your show on with Bloom, and man, yeah. that the one thing you said that stood out to me. Is that as Phoenix Suns fans, we need to respect this team. And yeah. that was so key, man. When you said that, I said, you know what? That is so true. We need to respect this team because guess what, people? None of y'all thought we was gonna be here all last year at uh, this right. year when this right. thing started. Myself included, none of us thought we were gonna be here. So even if they 
happened to not make it through this thing. Y'all better get his team their respect, man. We were not supposed to be here. So right, I, I, right. So when I heard you say that, I was like, that's what we need to hear. But let's get this show going, man, because I know you got a lot to get to. I know my, brother, my man Ed got some stuff he can get to with us to help us in this show. So of course. Let's, let's recap the game. I mean, the Suns looked like they were in total control of this game. And then the turning point, what was the turning point? Turning point was that fourth quarter, you know, uh, 33 to 21 in the fourth quarter. And listen, man, I, I said it last night. I'll say it again. Um, this ain't the NIT tournament. This ain't the <laughs> Vegas Summer League, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? This ain't the Port, Port Smith Invitational, whatever it is. It's right. the NBA Finals, man. The Milwaukee Bucks are a real team. Exactly. And they got, real, they got real dogs over there. And so do we. Exactly. And I need people to understand, man, like it's a series like we, we handled our business at home. We won our two games at home, which gave us the luxury to go to Milwaukee and try to steal one because that's all you want is to try to steal one. Right. Um, and, and listen, we didn't come. To, we didn't come to play on Sunday and we controlled this game for 46 minutes. Unfortunately, the last two minutes is what decided this basketball game. But there's so much deeper when you look at this basketball game. I'm, I might people might think I'm crazy. I feel good today. I'm not one of these guys that said I, I played the game, brother Ed. You played the game, Earl. You played the game. You know what it's like to be competitive. You know what it's like to be in the trenches. Um, nobody on this Phoenix Suns basketball team got their head down. Nobody's worried. I mean, they right. got everything they wanted last night. They 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 outshot the Bucks. They shot fifty one percent from the field, man. You know what I'm saying? They got they got everything they wanted except the dub and um, everything that that didn't go right was self inflicted. You know, seventeen turnovers. You're not gonna win a basketball game doing that. Giving up uh, uh, nineteen points off those turnovers. You're not gonna win a game. Giving the team 19 extra shots, you're not going to win the game. And and yet, with all that said, brother, um, we controlled that game for 46 minutes. So there's a lot to be optimistic about. I think I think we're fine. I think we'll regroup and uh, we'll handle our business on Saturday. That's the that's that's my that's my take on that. Right now, Ed, I know. In case y'all don't know, Ed Smith, he is former NFL player and MLB player, and sports is pretty much his 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 life. So, so Ed, and and, and and you break the game down in football and all the sports so well. And I know there's certain intangibles that you see in games. That I, that's why I like to bring you on because I like to know you break things down at the same time. He's one of the best best analysts as far as analyzation, as far as giving you uh, <laughs> an analogy about something with a girlfriend. <laughs> but, but but you got so many intangibles in this game, like 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 free throws and. Fast break points, turnovers, all teams have to even those things out sometime, right? You can't one team can't dominate the whole thing, right? Well, you know, the one thing, brother, I think people don't realize how hard, especially at professional sports, both sides are getting paid. Right. Um, you know, these are professionals at the top end of you know one percent in the world as far as who they're competing against. Absolutely. And it is not easy to go on the road. And win just a regular season game, let alone a game that Milwaukee, because Milwaukee, they knew they had to go home and protect their house just like we did in the first two games. So in some instances, they're going to play more like that rabid dog, you know, because they're they're in a more desperation mode. And And that's kind of what I I, like that. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of what I saw and not not taking anything against us, you know, especially last night, but on Sunday, I think, 
they were the hungrier team. Right. Last night, we just came across some breaks, some things that happened that we haven't seen all year from mm. a Chris Paul and different things. Yes. And those we'll little things, sure, when, yeah. you're, when you're in these type of games, it's the littlest of things that make and decide victory and defeat. And I think that's it. You know, a couple couple turnovers by Chris Paul, uh, you know, Devin picking up a fifth foul, different things right. like that. Right. Little itty bitty things. I will say one thing, and I think you both hit it at the top of the show here, how quickly we forget what this team was at the beginning of the season, what they did through the season, where they are now, and like all the people, like all of a sudden now Chris Paul, he's the worst this and right. that. Exactly. Like, exactly. like, wait yeah. a minute, just a couple yeah. You know, day a few days ago, I mean, we were if we had a vote for president, we'd have changed it in a minute, and he'd have been president of the United States. And now, just right. from one or one, one and a half games, and now I all of a sudden, yeah, that's, now he's not that's, worth that's, this, that's he's media, not worth man. that. That's, that's yeah. us as media and fans, man. We go from moment to moment, man, and that's yeah. just how it goes. But Chris you never Paul, get, yeah, yeah, it's just moment for moment, man. And but I look at this game and I, I look at all the fast break points. Uh, we're a fast-breaking team, right? Well, how can we not have? How do we have zero points in fast break? You, you, you know, you know what? Um, you know, every game is a different entity, right? Absolutely. Every game in the playoffs is a different animal, and I, I believe that the Suns. If you look at how they play, and I and I was talking to a friend of mine before the game even started yesterday. And I was saying, if you look at how the Suns have traditionally played game fours, right. go back to how they played that game four against the Lakers. It was a slow, methodical, let's control the tempo. Let's not let the game get ahead of ourselves. Let's not let them go on any runs. We did the same kind of thing um, against the Clippers and played that really crazy dog fight. That, that, you know, that game that went down to the wilds, a defensive slugfest. I think right. what happened yesterday was um, game three – uh, put the Suns in a, in a situation where they said, okay, we can't let Milwaukee get vertical. When I say vertical, I mean just cutting out on the break because they're not a very good half-court team. Um, they're successful when they're getting out and running vertically north-south and on the break. So I think we kind of, you know, we kind of messed with our own stuff there. Yes, we controlled the game and we played in mud, and that controlled their tempo a little bit, but that also hurt us in our fast break point situation. So I think the compromise in game five is um, a little bit, you know, it's a little bit of what we did in game four mixed with a little bit of what we were doing in the first two games. You right. can't go completely slow against right. this team. You have to kind of have like an even balance, but we'll fix that, man. And then another thing is you got to rebound the ball to get yeah. out in the fast break yeah. and and on yeah. the glass we were out rebounded um we were out rebounded minus eight so that's big and then on the offensive glass they had a plus 12 so there's a lot of things that come into our fast break and we just didn't get the job done yesterday but uh these are these are all things that we can correct man which is which is why i feel good okay um ed i know you 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 talked about Chris Paul, and I know you've seen superstars before, and you've seen those superstars that have that gleam in the eye where, you know, they, they got that look in the eye where they take over a game or whatever. How can a superstar, and this is what some of our fans are have to be walked back on, how can a superstar go from 41-point superstar to all of a sudden he's scared of the moment? How can Is that possible? 
Are you referring to Chris Paul? Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, nah. Here's 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 the thing, man. Sometimes we have to realize the other team. They like they they have players sometimes where their whole focus is to stop our guy, right? There you go. And we got to remember, Chris Paul, he is an overachiever. You think right. about yeah. how many look at how many six foot guards have done what he's done in this new era of basketball. And that's he being generous, brother Ed. That's, that's like five eleven. That's like five eleven. Yeah. <laughs> so he and he's not a jumper. He doesn't jump out the gym. He's not the fastest right. guy on the floor. Right. He's done everything through not necessarily smoke and mirrors, but he's done done it through his technique and his exactness. Now in some instances you're gonna just run up against somebody or a team or a game plan against you that is going to trump what he does. Now, the key is he's going to have to go into his bag of tricks and come mm. up with phase two of what they haven't seen yet or what they're not expecting. Maybe right. instead of that mid-range, maybe now he's di- driving and dishing more. He's going to have to do something to offset what they've come to take away from us. And it's not easy because, you know, just like every, just like regular people, we're, we're creatures of habit. So he's continued to try to go to his normal tricks and you know gadgets and stuff like that and right now i guarantee you they're going through the game film and they're realizing wait a minute if they're doing this what we were doing is not going to work we're going to have to make some adjustments and maybe instead of the pick and roll which was working so well for us maybe we do some other different things maybe take him off the ball get him in some different roles where now he's getting the ball and he's not got coverage already on top of him where now he can create an open space. So, I mean, it's yeah. a game of chess, man. This ain't checkers. This is chess. There you go. I'm sorry. Hey, everybody can I, working on what I'm, they got to do. Can I, can I piggyback on something that Absolutely. Ed just said? Absolutely, um, bro. So, 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 E, you know what? You nailed that. And and here, here's the one thing I after watching the film today. Um, the shots were there for Chris. Mm-hmm. They, they, were, they were there, brother Ed. You, you know what the problem is, is I think Chris got lost in the fact that we were controlling the game. And you got to remember, Devin was on fire. Right. Yeah. So so sometimes Chris can get in his own way. And I think that it was more about Chris getting in his own way mm-hmm. than about anything that they were doing. Because when I looked at the film, there were plenty of opportunities where he could have shot. And he, he continued to get people involved. And the crazy thing is, uh, Brother Ed, is when you look at the film, um, what he was doing was working. You know what I'm saying? Like up until the end of the fourth quarter, we were winning yeah. that basketball game. We were up seven, um, you know, deep into the fourth. And so I think there was a part of him that was feeling like, okay, I could turn it on right now, but it's kind of late in the game and this has been working. So let's mm-hmm. just try to get away with this one. But I think that that mentality, the next game is going to change. And he even said it in the game. Like you can see there was one point where he turned the ball over and had a bounce pass to Aiton and it was a turnover. Mm-hmm. You can read his lips. He said, I'm shooting. Next shoot. time I'm yeah. shooting. So, so that, you know, it, I, I just think, I just think it was a, a domino effect. It was a perfect storm. But I, I feel confident in the fact that um, I saw shots that were available that I know Chris is going to take in game five. So none of you guys think that he was injured in any, in any way. No, because- no, he's fine. And, and let me stop that right now, bro. Yeah, like yeah. he's fine. Like believe me when I tell you, uh, brother Earl, you know, you know what time it is, man. Right, right. Um, it, there's nothing wrong with Chris Paul. There's people been tweeting to me all day. Listen, Chris is fine, man. This was just a bad game, and and just bad calculation by him. But he, he's fine. He's ready to go. He'll be fine. 
So do you think maybe I, I don't want to stick stay on this too long? Cause I already you know you already you know you know pretty much let us know everything should be cool with them. But do you think maybe it's got a little bit to do with the whole team and Chris Paul see how hot Devin's going and they all kind of watch the show a little bit and get a little off focus. Yeah, and that's what it looked like to me. A lot of those guys weren't ready to you know when the time came to them when he was out of that or when he picked up his fifth foul. They went. I mean, they held it down defensively where it didn't get out of control, but they were not. All, they were not ready to go ahead and increase that lead like they normally do. So maybe right. they all sat back and just watched the show a little bit too much. And oh, we got to get going, like you know. So I don't know. It's just kind of felt like that a little bit. But Chris Paul's you- okay. So you heard it from Flex right here. Chris Paul's good, and uh, we expect him, of course, to come back in this next game with you know, you know, guns ablazing. So. So now here's the question to Planet Orange, and I know we've already pretty much almost answered it a little bit here, but do we panic? <laughs> do we panic? <laughs> do we hit the panic button, man? When, is oh. it time to hit the panic button? Hell no. Okay. Hell no. Right. I don't think I, so either. Okay. Hell no. Can I tell you why, man? Look, why this is my perspective. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to keep it 100 here with my two brothers. And the rest of Planet Orange that hopefully is listening, man. Listen, first things first, um, I truly believe deep down inside we're the better basketball team. And, okay. and Milwaukee just did what they were supposed to do. Um, but here's the thing. I, I'm not going to panic because here, here's what I think. There's two out of three. It's a two out of three with two games in Phoenix. Now, the only way there's not a game seven, just digest this, guys. The only way there's not a game seven. That would mean Milwaukee beat the Phoenix Suns four straight games. Oh, no. And I, I just can't – that's just not going to happen, guys. That's just that not going to happen. I can't so, see that. So when, and, and I'm going to say another thing, and this may be a little cocky and this may be a little brash and some people may not like this, but the Phoenix Suns can win at home and on the road. And now yeah. Milwaukee lives at home. They, they butter their bread at home, okay? Right. They right. haven't been a great road playoff team this entire playoffs. Okay, so Milwaukee needs these games more than Phoenix does at home. What I'm going to say right now is not only do I think the Suns are going to win Saturday, but I'm, I'm so confident in this basketball team based on what my eyeballs are telling me that if we lost game five, I still think we can go to Milwaukee, win game six and then win it in seven. So that's why I'm telling people to relax, man, like pump your brakes. This is 50 percent of the series. It's two two. We halfway down the road, guys. Let's not panic. This basketball team, when it's time to get it going, can get it going. And I got full belief that they will. And we also got to keep in mind, too, some dynamics change as the series change back from home to I mean, from a, from a road to 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 home. Like like for instance, now that we're going back home, some things are going to change back in our favor. Crowd right. noise going to change back in your favor. Uh, uh, the free throws, the, maybe the free throws might come your way. The calls might come your way a little bit more than not. Giannis is going to get back into some struggles and free at the free throw line, possibly. I mean, because you know when they start counting down on him on that, that's a dynamic that's coming back on our side to give us an advantage as well. So a lot of things change back. And another thing that's important that's going to change: the role players will shoot better mm-hmm. going back home. And you saw that in this game too. Our role players didn't didn't. I mean, we seven threes out of out of what third twenty or something, no, twenty five yeah. or something. We shot a lot of threes, and we only dropped seven of them. So that that that'll clean up a little bit better going home. So you're right about that. The the, the Bucks do they are a better team at home than they are on the road, and and especially their two 
other stars, Middleton and and uh and uh Holiday, they struggled on the road big time. So hopefully we can keep that going, and you know we should get that game five. But um, let's go forward a little bit more with with with, with let's talk about Da in this in this game. And 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 Ed, you. You, you guys, all of us have seen him come out of the shell that we that we saw when we was at that press conference way back on the rookie, yeah. the rookie press conference and the change and the transformation all the way up to t- today. Now you see the, the kid on the sideline giving out orders and barking out orders and, and saying, mm-hmm. well, who needs to be here? Who needs to be there? It's like, okay, take me through what you've seen with Aiden from the time you saw him there and then and tell me what's the difference, in your opinion, what's the difference up to this point? You know, it's it's confidence one, and it's also uh, has a lot to do with the experience. You know, when we right. saw him at that press conference a couple years, through you know how many years ago it was, and I think I I asked him a question. I was like, "Who are you excited to play against?" You know, you getting into him, but he was like, "Nobody really." You know, <laughs> he, that flex, you sort of saw him. He was literally uh, like, he was "I like, believe." Nobody really. And I was sitting there shocked, like, "Man, you just getting ready to get into the league, man. I need a little more from you." You know. <laughs> And, yeah. you know, and then over the course of time, we've all ragged on him about, you know, we need a little more from you here to, man, when he got to this playoff series, it's almost like the light switch got flipped on. And right. he went from regular season DeAndre Aiden to postseason. And this is the thing that I'm hoping is you can't expect this type of intensity all the way through a 72 or 82 game schedule. But right. I want to see this more and more and more, this type of DeAndre Aiden, you know, slashing to the basket, uh, you know, just being forceful. You know, we always talked about just the type of baskets you make as a big man. I, bro, if I had his size, you would have to call me that. I mean, there wouldn't be a rim that I wouldn't be hanging from. You know. I would just be yeah. hanging on. I'd be like, dog, you could, at some point, you got to come down from there. I'd be like, I'll be down in a minute. You know, I will right. be just hanging on that right. thing. Right. Just right. forceful with his size and everything, but we are seeing that. And I think a lot of it, and, you know, you got to give um, both CP3 uh, and Monty a lot of credit for the way that they're tutoring him as well. One of them probably being very forceful, meaning on the court, in his face, you know. And then you can see Monty every now and then wants to put his hand around him just to reassure him and talk nice to him. And it's a nice combination. If you give him too much of one, you know, Jay and I talked about this on Saturday. Sometimes you got to have good cop, bad cop. And that's raising your kids, being a boss with a company, whatever it is. Somebody's got to balance. It's got to be that yin and that yang. If you get too much of the berating, then you beat him down. If you give him right. too much love, then you got a spoiled brat kid, you know? Right. So I think it's been a nice balance. And he's been, what I like about him, he's accepted all of the teaching and then taken it and used it. And, right. you know, when we've seen the improvements in his game. And that's what impresses me in terms of him just coming out of that shell and, you know, realizing, you know, hey, I can do whatever I want to do out here. I just got to put the time in, got to put the energy in. Right. That's what I like about him so far. Yeah, right. and, and you, you know, you know. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, E. I was going to say. So, Flex, you tell me, is it time for him to now that he's starting to be assert himself into knowing that he knows what he's talking about on the defensive end because he's the anchor. He's saying, "I'm doing my job." He knows he's doing his job. Is yeah. it time for him now to start calling for the ball now? Because I think they go away from this dude way too fast in games. I yeah, mean, critical yeah. parts of games. And, and and these playoffs, these 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 finals are going to come down to winning in the paint. It's not going to be won by no jump shots on the outside. So right, is right. it time for Aiden to start saying, okay, 
get me. The, you know how Shaq used to do? If I see you shooting something, you out there, you know, get me <laughs> right, the ball. Right, right, right. He's going to start that at some point. Here's the thing. I, I think that's coming. Um, I hope so. Man. I think that's coming. But, you know, I, I still think that like yesterday's game, right? Yesterday's game was a was a weird game for him um, because I think the team did get lost in watching Devin um, go go bonkers a little bit. Right. And then right. you got to realize the 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 78 shots. That's a, that's a little that's very that's a small number for the Phoenix Suns. So, you know, the Bucks took 97 shots. That's almost 20 more shots. Now, if you balance that out and you give the Suns 90 shots instead of 80, um, I think those 10 shots are the shots we'd see DA didn't get, you know, mm -hmm. or at least half of those. But let, let's let's look at something. So, okay. you know, yesterday's game, I hear a lot of people criticizing that he has six points. Um, but his job yesterday was to neutralize Giannis, which he did. He neutralized Giannis. He took, okay, yeah. so so he took the initiative on defense, and that that takes a lot of um, what he's doing in that game. But he got 17 rebounds, he got five assists, and he got three blocks. Right. Okay. Critical um, good block too in crunch that, time. Yeah. Yeah. So you're talking about you're talking about 17 rebounds, five assists, three blocks, and tremendous defense. Right. Um, in a game where the whole tempo and the flow was going around Devin Booker. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, it's one of those games where you really can't go crazy about DeAndre getting six. I'm more, here's what I'm more concerned with and which I know won't happen again, which is why I'm feeling good about this next game. If I told both of you guys, man, I, I got too much respect for y'all knowledge. So if I told you brother Ed and, and Earl, okay, we're going to, we're going to get, uh, we're going to have 17 turnovers. We're going to get, uh, uh, killed on the on the turnover points, not plus nineteen. They're gonna get twenty more shots than us. And Chris Paul, Mikael Bridges, and DeAndre Ayton combined are gonna get twenty three points. Y'all, y'all are telling me flex. We got, we got, uh, we got, you know, we got handed to us. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we, and, we, we. And, and yet we can, yet we controlled the tempo and and damn near pulled that game out. Right. So, you know, those are the things that I'm looking at and I'm saying, man, that's just not going to happen. That's more of an aberration than 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 the rule. You know what I'm saying? And right. um, again, just to, to answer your question, I think D.A. is close to being that guy where he starts to ask for the ball. But right. I don't think he's quite there yet because okay. this jump he's making is uh, is we no one expected this jump. And so I think the next jump is going to probably uh, happen organically next year. Where he's right. going to say, "Okay, now I feel good about who I am. Okay, um, let's 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 get me to rock now." And that's just an organic thing. Ed, you played the game. You know how that goes. It's yeah. it's a maturation thing. And I, I to piggyback off just what you said, Flex. I, DeAndre is in that caterpillar or caterpillar stage, right? He's in that yeah. little cocoon. He's not that butterfly yet. That pretty butterfly. <laughs> good analogy. And you know, for analogy. me, he's he's working his way to getting there, but. We're asking a whole lot, considering right. what we've seen over the last couple of years. To all of a sudden now, he's you know down. We're gonna compare like to him coming out of the shell like Shaq. Shaq was went a long way yeah. before he could eventually True. you know put those type of demands. And and you know the thing with DeAndre, which is different from some of these other big men in these series in the postseason, DeAndre needs facilitators. We yeah. look at what. Uh, uh, Giannis does. Giannis is bringing the ball up the court a lot of times, so right. he has ball in hand. DeAndre's right. one of those dudes. And I, I'll give you a quick analogy, and this isn't, isn't a great one, Earl, but it's like DeAndre's <laughs> like that great. dude. <laughs> DeAndre's that dude. You know, you're at a company, right? 
and you, the, 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 the sales team is in need. You know, quarter two is not going well, and we need somebody to knock it out of the box. DeAndre is that dude running from office to office like, dude, what can I do for you? You know, he's ready to go. What can I do for you? Right. You need me to go on a meeting for you? You need me to call this? I can take right. them out to lunch. I can deliver this. That. But everybody else, I'm not saying necessarily wants the credit, but they're trying to do it. You know, right. uh, Booker's carrying the load. Um, you know, Temple Man is CP3. Meanwhile, DeAndre's just running around like ready to do whatever you ask him. You ask him how yeah. can I help? You, how can I how help? Can I help? Right. And if you give it to him, he's going to th- – but the problem is we got to give it to him right. to let him do right. it. So right. that's where he is right now. That's good, man. That's Great that's point. Perfect. Great point. Great. So, Ed, and you both of you guys on this point, and we're going to talk a little bit about the the, the, the – uh, the, the great game that Devin Booker put out that we kind of wasted. We got but, you. But 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 here's my question. And Ed, you can attest to this more than anything in a professional high level playing field or playing league or whatever it is that you're in, how important is poise and keeping your cool and keeping things cause because I to me the rest of the team is watching that. And when they as you go they go. If you break, oh, they gonna break. So I, I, the poise thing here. Can, can, how do how do how do how can you can you change that in the middle of a of a uh, of a hot series? All of a sudden, if you're not a poise person, to be a poise person, you know how do you how do you control that? And, and how important is poise to this whole situation, especially like Devin Booker, like in that game yesterday? How you control it, Earl, is you don't let it happen again. Right in the middle of the fiery you know when everything's going on in a game like that book you know he this is an early lesson for him he's taking such big strides in his game on the court physically now right. the next chapter is if you want to be considered because i've heard people compare his game what he did last night to like almost kobe like ish right right you know the mamba was a, not just killing you on the court physically, he was up here in your head too. Was. He was never let you get into his head. Now the right. next level for book is no matter what they're doing, no matter what they're firing at you, no matter what the obstacles are, whether it be the officials not giving you a call, um, you know, somebody may be you know, ribbing you, whatever it is, because there's a lot of physicality going oh, out there. Yeah. The thing yeah. is, you can never let him see you sweat. Now the fact right. that he did lose his cool, the next thing is Monty's got to sit with him and talk about, let's look at this together. And this is why you can never lose that that edge. You have an edge that others, a level that others can't get to unless you come down to their level. Right. And how that happens is you lose your focus. And that's the thing that he's going to have to learn. And hopefully he learned it the other, yesterday, last night. Because you don't want right. to see a repeat of that because we know what the, the, the Bucks are going to do. They're going to push that needle, push that needle, dig, dig, dig to find a way to kick him off his center gravity. And if he allows them to do that, that's victory for them. So the thing is, we saw it. Hey, let's move past it. Now, what do we do the next time we're in the same situation? Do you think yeah. that's a problem right now for Book Flex? No, I'm going to tell you something, man. First things first, um, you know, this is why I feel good about game five, because I, I, I'm going to be honest. I was super impressed with Devin Booker coming off of the three for 14, 10 point game on in game three. OK, mm-hmm. he came out right away and, and set the tempo and said, hey, I'm here to play. I think the bigger thing yesterday was um, we didn't have enough people that were on the same level with him. 
You're right. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he 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 came in and said, "Yo, I'm yeah. ready to play. I'm ready to have that Mamba moment. I'm ready to drop fifty on these dudes. Who's with me?" <laughs> and everybody's still in the hotel. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's even still in the running hotel. Pace. Yeah, even yeah. his daily is running pace. He just needed one dude to rock with him, right. and the Suns right. would be up three one. Um, oh, he had so, one dude rocking with him. My yeah, man, yeah. Cam I mean, Johnson's showing up Cam, every Cam, freaking yeah, night. Yeah, Cam Johnson's man. a ball player. Cam Johnson's yes, a ball sir. player. Yes, sir. North Carolina from the University of North Carolina. Hold on that a second. That showing up every damn we night. Yeah, yeah, go. Let's go. Let's go, NC, baby. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen. I think I think that De- I think Devin is fine. I think right. the foul trouble got to him a little bit, and 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 rightfully so, man. I mean, um, here's another thing that's you, you know, as a ball player, you know, I, I I'm looking at it and I'm saying, man, this is so. Devin's got five fouls. How how. I can't wrap my mind around the fact that Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Giannis Antetokounmpo yeah. right. combined. Right. Yo, brother Ed, brother Ed, combined. Those three physical basketball players had five fouls for the whole game. Yeah. Okay? So, so you you know, yeah, it, it could get frustrating when a guy like Devin Booker is out there um, doing everything he can, and he's getting that bad whistle, and the guys that are sitting here hand-checking him 94 feet and hitting him in the paint and trying to take him off of everything he's doing um, aren't getting those same whistles, man. Five I, fouls I, on three stars? Right. Um, I don't, man, Drew Holiday gets five fouls in the first 10 minutes, man. <laughs> like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, and that's, I, probably, that's probably part of what our next subject is going to be, and that's how the referees are calling these games because of it being a final series. They're letting a lot of stuff go. I mean, literally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, and at the same time, they might be a little they're letting us letting it go too much to the point where they are getting careless. Yeah, because I mean, how do you how do you let a guy take the ball out with his foot on the floor and another <laughs> foot out of bounds? That's just basic stuff. And not only that, mean. there was no foul on that play either. Right. Exactly. Like, but I'm just saying, just, I mean, it's just one thing to miss a call because two guys are battling. But the stuff around that, that's part of the basics of you being a ref, taking the ball out, make sure the dude is standing on the out-of-bounds line before he brings it in. I mean, little stuff like that is like, come on. These refs are having some part of some part of how this thing is going. But at the same time, as players, it's hard to channel out that and know that that's part of the game. And you have to, like Ed was talking about, the poise that you have to channel that stuff out and, and keep keep on the, on the on the right path because in that game in that before he picked before book picked up the picked up the fifth foul they were in total control of that game yeah. total control up and the same eight. thing happened in game three correct up by when eight a and picked up the fifth I, I, foul myself, right. i said what the hell happened and then i looked at the tape again today book was seething before that play Right. Remember, it was hey. it was a buildup. It was a buildup, and, and and the play was that he. I, I think he got really frustrated when 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 PJ Tucker the ball went out on PJ Tucker's foot, and yeah. Book was, it's on him, and he looked at his coach like I'm telling you, and and Monty was like, no, okay, he was so not so that. so and so that's, that's to tick the mall. Okay, so hold on, I I, I got to talk about this. I'm glad yeah. you brought this up. So okay. I'm gonna tell you right now, that's the play of the game. After like, that, like, 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 Monty, yeah. listen, yeah. first of all, Monty Williams should have challenged that. Challenged That's one. Exactly. If he doesn't, if he challenges that, first things first, you keep the possession. 
Second thing is you don't give up three points on the other end. And third, book never gets the fifth foul. So, you know, if you take that one play away from this basketball game, I truly believe the Suns end up winning this game. So that's how close it was. And, and, and again, we always criticize the players and, and we sit here and we analyze this. That's a moment where I'm sitting here and I'm saying, Ma, I know Monty Williams' strategy. He doesn't like to challenge a lot because he doesn't like to lose the timeouts at the end of the game. Okay. Yeah, because you but never it, know what's going to happen down there. You never know when, right, when you got to run but that play. That ended up being the turning point of that game. That was the turning point that of the game. The you challenged that play. And that ball is our ball, and we don't give up three points, and Book never gets the fifth foul, and the Phoenix Suns are going home 3-1. And like Brother Ed said, it's a game of inches. It's a game of inches in the NBA Finals, and I think that was the play of the game that no one wants to talk about. The national media wants to talk all this other stuff. That's right. the bad call that's killing me. <laughs> that's it's right off of PJ's foot. Yeah, right yeah, off his so, foot, and you don't right. don't challenge it, or or at least go look at it to make sure. And then that fifth foul, and then that fifth foul on PJ Tucker. Come on, guys, y'all play boy out. Come on, uh, brother Ed, he, he boxing the brother out, man. Come on, you get an off ball box out foul on your fifth foul. I gotta foul. disagree on. with that, Flex. He straight gave that dude the football out of bounds. Hey. Shot. He was ticked no. off. Well, it's P.J. Tucker, though. Tucker yeah, he did sell it, right. Tucker did sell it, yeah. He sold it big And listen, I I know P.J. I've met P.J. Well, P.J.'s a big dude, bro. Oh, if yeah. you don't if yeah. you don't hit him that hard, you, you, you're going to get beat to the spot. So right. um, Here's I, another I, thing. A, a player like Tucker, he's that dude that every game you're like, I hope he ain't guarding me because I don't want to hear his mouth all <laughs> oh, game long. Yeah. He's that dude yeah. that Every timeout, every free throw, he's in your ear. He's just leaning down. You don't know what he's saying. Right. But he's just like a net. Right. You just can't right. get out your right. ear. And he, he, that alone, right there, he's a he's a more he's a more professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Uh, hey, hey, let me let me let me talk. Let me ask you this. You know, from a from a from a teammate standpoint standpoint, if you see a guy outplaying the starter. As a player, when do you kind of chirp some stuff around and get to get a little word out? Hey, maybe we should get this dude. I mean, because is it time for Monty to change up this starting lineup? Because Cam is killing it every freaking day, and Bridge is going up and down. Yeah. So, I mean, as a player, I mean, I know you don't want to bust up the chemistry by saying this guy should come starting. That's going to take this other guy down, and now the chemistry starts to break up. So. When do you get to that point? We're two games away from a freaking championship. Something's got to be done to get the best team on the court at the start of this game. It all depends on the caliber of the player that wants to voice the opinion. Somebody somebody like myself, I kept all my stuff to myself. I ain't got no reason to be talking about anybody (laughs) and what they're doing. Now, if you like Book or somebody like that, CP3, you can go Mm. whisper to Monty or let them know, not necessarily tell him what to do, but – Hey, some of the guys have been talking, and you know, we just I don't know. Maybe okay. we need to get uh, you know Cam in there a little more, or earlier, or whatever. You know, right. that's that's all delegated by the people. Now, every now and then, you get somebody who just runs off the mouth, some fool. Yeah. And those are the dudes that end up without a job. Yeah. Really right. You know, right. so like I said, I, I know when to speak, when not to speak, when to shut up, when to get out the room. That was you know, right. Right. so like I said, but there are certain guys on the team. Like you said, they see because everybody sees it. It's just a matter of who delivers the message. And, you know, I think in this situation, Agreed. if it's a CP3 
or uh, even a Crowder because you're right. around. Right. They could they could actually have a conversation and just you know just throw out a suggestion or something like that. Right. You so, you know what you know what yeah. e? let, let me tell you something about about Mikel. So obviously that's that's the thing that everybody's talking about is where's Mikel Bridges, right? Um, well, Mikel Bridges was probably the second best player in that game in game two, right? He had a phenomenal game two, 27 points, career high, filled up the box score, plays great defense. And and here's what was going on with Mikel Bridges. Um, he's become part of the scouting report. Like, uh-huh. like that's, yeah. that's what happened. Like, that's right. what happened. Milwaukee said, okay. Like we were, we were ignoring you, and you came out and dropped thirty on us only, almost in game two, and so now you're the you're in the scouting report, and we're trying to take you away, and that's the maturation of a basketball player. You got to let Mikel work through this. You right. know what I mean? Like you got to let him work through the fact that the attention now is going his way. And I, I think he will. This kid's a winner, man. This kid's won at every level, high school, at Villanova. He's, he's winning at this level. Um, I don't know if I replace Mikel because what Mikel does that doesn't show up in the box score is, is imperative to how successful this basketball team is. So um, I'd keep I – w- and, and, again, it's very delicate. It's game five of the NBA Finals. Right. In the regular season, you might be able to get away with that. But you make a move that drastic in the NBA Finals, and it can it can it can snowball into something that you don't want. So, um, I think we'll I think we'll be okay, man. I think Mikel is going to be all right, and and he'll make the necessary adjustments. Okay, well let let's talk let's talk the series as a whole mm-hmm. because I'm a little bit concerned. I mean, Flex, I know you you talk everybody down and you you cool, and I'm good <laughs> with that. But I'm a little bit concerned with with with, with the dynamics of of. of of sports period of how things usually go. And I, and I know this is, this is how, you know, everything ain't the same, but it has been over the course of thousands of years that I can remember. Okay. Let me take you back. Let me take you back to uh, 2000. I forgot what year it was that the heat played the, played the Spurs in a championship. And in that game uh, six, it looks like they were bringing the ropes out. The Spurs about to celebrate and bam, Ray Allen hits this big Allen. and, And that just flipped the whole thing over to the other team. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that could have happened in this game that we flipped our series and had our chance to win because we we had that game in our hand that was our game to win? And no, I, I don't. What I mean by that is this: is the Suns all year long since the start of the playoffs have had an accelerated process, sort mm-hmm. of. Speak. They have accelerated past some of the failures that most teams are supposed to have. Like the like the losing two years before they you know finally get over the hump they they are accelerated past all that where is that failure that's supposed to come to make you hungrier to get that championship which which Milwaukee has because Milwaukee has failed three straight years trying to and sitting back watching the Miamis go and watching the Boston's go and watching the other team go and they failed at it and now here they are they have their chance they're going to grab hold of it and maybe that in, in that in that game. I'm hoping that's not the turning point that turned it their way when we had the chance to take the main series right there. You well, know what I'm saying? It's kind of it's kind of concerning because I'm like, man, we haven't really had, and we cannot get caught up in a elimination type of game for the Suns team because they've never been in that situation yet. They haven't had a game in any of these series where they're the team that could be eliminated, and we don't want to get to that point because they've never been there yet. So right, that's what I'm right. talking about. Could well, that be the turning point? You see, here's, here's my answer to that, man. Um, I, 
you, you, when you're at this level, I think you, you can't get too high or too low. And I, okay. and I, I, I need, if I was talking to the Phoenix Suns and I was Monty, it's real simple. That was game four. That's what it was. Brother Ed, it was game four. Right. Like, like they did what they were supposed to do. We okay. can't make it more than what it actually was. You know, right. um, yes, I know there are people that are nervous because they're thinking, oh, my God, what if this? What if that? Right. But you can't right. you can't win a championship playing. What if like at the end of the day, that team did what they were supposed to do. Correct. And we're supposed to go home and do what we're supposed to do. The difference between that scenario and the scenario you brought up is that team that came back and hit that shot with Ray Allen. Right. Had Ray Allen, LeBron James. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like LeBron's right. not in that locker room. And right. and I'm, I'm going to say this again. These teams are evenly matched. Um, Brother Ed, I, and I want your opinion on this because you play sports, you MLB and, and NFL. You, you are unique. You're a unique dude when it comes to your perspective <laughs> on this. Okay. Um, this game in my eyes wasn't won by Giannis or Middleton or Drew Holiday. Those guys did what they had to do. Look at the box score. You know who won this game for Milwaukee? That freaking Pat Connaughton. Yeah, Pat Connaughton won this game. Pat Connaughton. Yeah. So, so you, you know, at the end of the day, you go into Game Five, and you, and and this is what you say: they did their job. It's two out of three. We got two at home, and if we control Pat Connaughton, Bobby Portis. And those guys, that's the job we got to do on Saturday. Right, right. Brooke Lopez can't get 14. Pat Connaughton can't get 11. You handle those guys and you win this basketball game. So, no, I don't I don't think um, it's one of those do or die. I I don't feel I don't subscribe to the to the whole theory that the whole series has shifted. And all of a sudden, the Phoenix Suns are in this place. Um, It's 2-2. And if you go into that game with that perspective, um, you'll be fine on Saturday. Okay. Um, but, but brother Ed, what what do you think? Like, how, how do you how do you view something like that? You know, sports. Uh, you know, it's man, it's it's at this level that these guys are playing is 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 kind of tricky sometimes. Mm-hmm. For the Suns, we obviously know none of these guys, minus Crowder, have ever been in this type of situation. And in a lot of instances, you don't know what you don't know until somebody tells you, right? Right. And for the Phoenix Suns. It's real easy to say, okay, it's game four. We they did what they were supposed to do. We did we now we're just gonna go home. We're gonna do and, and I'm sure Monty's been preparing these guys all the way, teaching lessons, little breadcrumbs and stuff like right. that, all the way through the season. Right. What happens is when the lights get really bright, sometimes all it takes is that little bit of doubt in your mind. Right. So just you know, and we don't here's my thing, here's my suggestion for the Suns. On Saturday, come out and let it fly like you have not let it fly all season. Don't be tentative because the last thing you want to do is have that little piece of doubt start creeping into your mind. Right. And that can happen if you come out and maybe you're mm-hmm. unsure and you don't want to be the dude to make the mistake or, you know, you, yeah, I'm not going to shoot it this time and you turn the ball over and all of a sudden the other side starts to get a little traction. And so uh-huh. for me, this is all about coming out and it's, it's so easy to say, Flex, you know, hey, we're just going to put that behind us. I've been mm-hmm. there before. I played in the Super Bowl, <laughs> bro. And I got you. When it, when it starts to roll, it, and rolls. it rolls. I remember yeah. in the Super Bowl I played in, before I even knew it, it was halftime. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Right. And 
I was like, I wanted to hit the reset button, like, oh, whoa, time out. Let's start this one over because this is this is bull, you know. But right. once it starts, like I said, and the jitters, and we don't know, we won't know until we see how the Suns come out that locker room on Saturday. And I guarantee you guys are so close to it, you're going to be able to tell, oh, these dudes are on tonight. Or right. they're playing right. a little tight, and I'm a little nervous right. about this. But we're not going to know because we've never been in this position before. We've right. never seen, and neither have they. So until we see it, I'm a little nervous can because I, I don't know exactly what they're gonna what we're gonna can get. I, can I ask you a follow up on that? Sure. Your Earl, you you don't mind? Can I ask a follow up on that? Man, it's your show. No, it's your show, brother. <laughs> no, I, I, I love I love what I want. I, I want to ask you a follow up here. So, um, let's flip the script. Mm -hmm. Is Mil? Why doesn't Milwaukee feel that too, though? Little like, more like, of a like, veteran, little more of a veteran team. Okay. They are if you they are coming off the two home wins, and I, I'm not a big believer in momentum. Momentum is right. I don't believe know, in yeah. that either. That's why so I'm asking. we can toss that out the window. But because of some of those veterans have been right. around the league a bunch, yeah. and seen some different things. You got to look at our roster. You talking about you know books never been there, AIDS never been there, CP3 has been there, and Crowder. But CP3 hasn't been that far. Not that far, exactly. Right. Right. He's older, but he hasn't been that far. Their nucleus is a bunch of guys, just like Earl said, they've experienced the disappointment, yeah. and they've been there and been slapped. And That's the no scariest part of the whole thing, man. And that's the only thing that concerns me. It's like, man. And then you talk about that doubt. That doubt That doubt could be the role players around CP3. Is he really going to be ready to do this thing now? And he didn't do it in the time we needed him? And 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 – and then if he I'm comes a, to game five and has that same type of game, I guarantee you doubt's going to start creeping see in. this right here? What's that? Yeah, <laughs> I know what that is. I know what that is. Real tight. Real tight. <laughs> they get real yeah. tight. And I'm not going to lie. I've been in some <laughs> high-pressure situations. Uh, and I'm not going to tell you my booty wasn't tight a couple <laughs> times. Just praying that I didn't do something stupid or, you know, uh, cost us a, you know, a chance to do this or do that. And these guys, like I said, these guys are ultra-focused, but even the most ultra-focused guys can have nerves and jitters. Right. And that's right. what I'm hoping. It's almost like when, when when they come out of the locker room, I hope they get smacked right away because a lot of times all it takes is that first hit or something Correct. to yeah. happen. And then, and then you're rocking and rolling, right. Then you're rocking and rolling. Hey, yeah. Earl, hey, Earl, you, 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 said something, you said something to lead off this question. Okay. And and I want I want I want your opinion on this, but I I, I want to ask you this. Um, so you think about this. The Phoenix Suns were two two coming back for game five versus LeBron James in the first round. Right? So they were in the same spot versus the Lakers in the first round, you know, with, with, with less experience. Correct. And they and they came in and they handled their business in the game five. Correct. And then and then I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one more parallel to you. There was a game six versus the Clippers where they just dropped the game five at home. And the theory in Phoenix was, oh, my God, if you lose this game six in L.A., there's going to be an elimination game. And look how they responded in that one. Mm -hmm. So how much do those two games, how, mu how, much of, how much of those two games do you fall back on and say, hey, as much as people want to say we haven't been here, we actually have been here. Like we have been in a game five two two versus a, a Hall of Famer, and we handled that versus LeBron, and we have been on the on the brink of having to face an elimination game, and we right. handled that on the road. So those are what do you think about that? Like how much do those I, games play into this? I agree that 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 gives you some experience, and it gives you experience, and 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 it also gives you confidence that you've done it before. 
Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Flex, in my opinion, really, it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's kind of like um, that. You ever seen that movie Bruce Lee when Return of the Dragon? When he's going from staircase to staircase, going up levels and up levels and up levels. The level yeah. keep getting higher. That's what's yeah. the levels yeah. getting higher. And so once they get to that, okay, yeah, the Lakers were beat up, so that put them in the bottom of the level. And I get that. That's, that's LeBron. <laughs> but ain't no one superstar beat this Suns team. And it ain't going to happen. Ain't no one superstar right. beat this team. So, right. so the team, the team, the levels are getting harder. And when you get to the top, that other team has been through some stuff, too. And so that's my point. I'm like, okay, now, oh, man, them dudes is hungry. Them dudes is like, <laughs> we, man, I didn't fail three years in a row doing this. I'm not failing this time. And you can tell they have that look in their eye just as much as we want it. So right. I'm, not, I'm not saying the Suns can't get this done because they're the better team, in my opinion, like you said earlier. They are. But yeah, I, I, talk about I just see the doubt. Oh, man, that's big. That's you know what? You know what? Creeping into those role players. And when those role players get that seed of doubt, when they see their stars have a little mm-hmm. bit of doubt, this thing is a wrap. You, you know what? I, the, the one thing that's I will on say. Both sides. That's on both sides. Yeah, it's, it's on, both, on sides both sides. And, right. And, you know, when I when I look at this and the ball playing me. You know, um, and I agree with you, brother Ed. I don't believe in no momentum thing, man. You you throw the ball up and you play the game that's in front of you. you when, when the game starts in game five, like when you was playing ball, you ain't you didn't think about last week's game. You was nah. you was right into what what you was what exactly. the task at hand. So I don't believe in a momentum thing. And I will say this: um, I, I I just believe that the Phoenix Suns have enough sweat equity built in. And I, and I believe they have enough on that basketball team that's going to be able to go in there and play the game that they need to play on, on, on Saturday. And then my, what makes me more confident is, and, and I hate to keep beating a dead horse, but if I'm looking at these two basketball games, I'm looking and I'm saying, and, and I'm going to go, I'm going to take it one step further because this is another thing people don't remember. We beat this team twice in the regular season. Correct. Okay. So going into game three, we had beat this team four straight times. Okay. So, so, you know, just like there's the thought that Milwaukee's feeling good. I mean, it's, it just takes one run for us to remember that we were just dominating this team five days ago. You you know what I'm saying? So, so I I look at it and I say, I don't think there's a guy on that Milwaukee Bucks team that is as scary as Paul George. Or as scary hey, as LeBron James. Trust me, I'm right with you. When I when I when I see these two teams together, if the Suns bring what the Suns do best, and all their guys are doing what they do best, we beat this team with no problem. But right. that's easily said than done. Easily said, they're, you got to do other it. Other yeah, that, that are involved mentally before you can <laughs> do it physically on the court. And, I'm, and a lot of these, when I mean by mentally and physically, look at look at Mikael Bridges. He knows every night. Damn, I gotta guard this dude every night, Middleton, and all these. He's got the toughest assignment every night. Is he not gonna be the same scoring twenty seven points in one? He's not gonna be the same. It's a mental thing, and so that's my right. that's my point. How do we know where they will be when they play this team at Game Six or Game you know Game Seven even? So I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying they're they're so damn matched. They're so evenly matched that 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 one thing go wrong for either team could could tilt the tilt the scale in one in one's favor so right I mean, what do you think as far as going forward with a three-game series you, you know this this son's team has been good at home they protect home court they they do what they're supposed to do they win this thing right well this is all about who's going to impose 
whose will on the other. Exactly. The, you know, the Suns, they want to pick it up. They want to get it up and down. Like Flex said earlier, they got to get that shot count up, you know, keep certain guys out of foul trouble. Right. The thing we're battling is their size and their physicality. Right, right. We don't have that on our side, and that's why we got out-rebounded, out-muscled to a certain degree. Um, the one thing we have to do, like I said, you have to go out there and you have to set the tempo if you want it to be your tempo. You can't go right. out there and allow them to, to you know, slow it down, uh, body up on uh, Chris Paul. That's why you got to get really creative with right. how you now get the ball up the court. Maybe instead of him getting it at the baseline down there and then having to battle to get to half court, put it in somebody else's hand, let Chris get up the court and then come him, get him off a pick so he gets the ball. And now, yeah, you're, now you're moving. Energy, too. He's right. saving yeah. energy at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. So these yeah. are the little tweaks that we're going to see. And then, obviously, you got to well, – the other side, they get paid, too. They're coaching staff, so they might have a different wrinkle. Right. They're going to have their answer to your this. And so, it's it's a, like I said, it is a game of checks, uh, checkers. And then Chinese checkers, not even you – know, <laughs> so, I mean, this is going to be interesting to see. And like I said, I know both you from the first whistle – Within the first five minutes or so, I know both of you are going to – and I'll be watching the tweets because I know we all go back and forth and everything. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Just because one of our listeners always says the same thing, Earl. He said, just because I ain't calling in don't mean I'm not listening. Oh, yeah, big heart. <laughs> just because yeah, just I'm not texting in the mix all the time don't mean I'm not watching what y'all saying. Uh, and I, yeah. like I said, within the first few minutes, if, if I can see it, I know you guys are going to see we're either – I'm feeling good about this or man, this doesn't look good. So it's going to be interesting to see how they come out the box. And I will say this, thank God they have home court advantage because that uh, takes, a, that takes care of a lot of the nerves. If you're on the road in game five compared to being at home for game five, man, walking in that, 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 uh, atmosphere, uh, yeah. atmosphere that, you know, that will get you. So that's the well, one good your, thing. There's your, there's your rebuttal, David Jackson. He just told you. <laughs> Home I don't agree with that at all. Home court I don't agree with that at all. Bro. It makes a big difference. It makes a, it big, makes a big difference. If, if, you know why? Court, if home court didn't make a difference, why didn't the Suns sweep this thing, man? Because they right. played excellent in the first two games. A, but yet when he went to Milwaukee, the home court made a difference. So, hey, hey, David Jackson, I'm going to tell you why this, this doesn't – I don't agree with this tweet. Because home court did make a difference in that scenario because we were playing a game six in LA knowing we had a game seven in our back pocket. And that's a big difference. So it, it absolutely makes a difference, man. Um, and, and, and I agree, man, listen, I, I gotta hear, I gotta hear all, I gotta hear what y'all guys say. What, what's the series, man? How this cracking down, brother? Talk, talk to me, talk to me. What you thinking, E, what you thinking, uh, brother Ed, talk to me. Well, for me personally, like I said, I'm sorry, Ed, I'm, I'm just going to no, – I, I still think no matter what, the better team always wins. And I do believe the Suns will play better at home. And as long as they protect home court, they're the winner. So and I, I think they have what it takes to at least protect home court. So, so what's your prediction, brother? Tell me. What, what, what's happening? Suns is seven. Unbelievable. Suns got, seven. I, mean, I, don't, okay. I, I just don't see – I don't see the Bucks just giving up just that easy. I just don't. Okay. I see them – Battling this thing down to the very last chemical, whatever you want to call it, molecule. They're going to battle yep. to the, the dead end every breath because they have been there trying to get that prize. And they and, and to take it from them like that, they're going to battle for it, man. So, But if the Suns win this, it'll be in seven, man. What you thinking, Ed? I'm thinking the same thing. I, you know, I almost want to say whoever wins game five because if the Suns get five, I think they can go back and get six in, in Milwaukee. But if they don't, they come back in seven. If the Bucks 
win on Saturday, man, it's going to be an uphill trying to get game six um, in, in Milwaukee. So my, I'm, a, I'm, I'm like a split decision in, uh, in boxing. Suns win on Saturday. I think we got it in seven. Milwaukee okay. wins on Saturday. We might go down in six. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. What you got, Max? I, you, I already I, know I, what you got. You yeah. got six, right? Suns and six, man. Listen, listen. I think the Phoenix Suns come out. I think they come out. The, the, the real Phoenix Suns show up on Saturday. I think the crowd's right. going to be crazy. I think they win game five, and I think they do exactly what was destined to be this entire playoff. They won every series on the road. They've wrapped up every series on the road, and I think that if they win game five, they're going to go on to Milwaukee. You know that that thing you just showed, brother, brother, brother Ed. That's gonna happen. That's gonna happen in Milwaukee in Game Six because they're gonna know it's do or die, best die. And uh, I, I really do think Suns win Game Five and then wrap this up in Game Six, and everybody's gonna say what a great series it was. Rest in peace, my boy Paul Westfall, because that's his. Oh uh, yeah. Real quick, let me get you guys' opinion on something real fast that's important to this series because you know, like you were talking about Ed about their size. What do you want to give up more? Would you give up more of the second chance points or would you give up the turnovers? Which one you got? If you had to give one, give or take, if you're the oh, son, you don't want to turn it over 17 times to five, or would you go ahead and give them, go ahead and give them the second chance points that they keep beating us on? Because you can get away with them on the second chance points if you're not turning the rock over. But yeah. which one would you give up? I got to give up the turn. I'd rather Hell have the turnovers because yeah. <laughs> I used to, those turn into buckets the other way. Yes, yeah. sir. And, yeah. and that, yeah. you know, Paul, we, we don't believe in game to game momentum. Right. We do believe in in game momentum. There you, go. you start turning yeah. over, going the other way, it yeah. becomes hard to stop that train. Absolutely, you. I agree. I, no, I agree. You give up the you give up the turnovers because the turnovers put the team in transition, easy buckets, right. and and then that shot chart changes. That's that's where you get the plus nineteen shots. Because right. every turnover is a shot you didn't take on your end. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah, that's, um, that's, 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 where you, that's where you get it. And, and I know the Suns will control the ball in game five. Like Chris Paul's not going to come out here and turn the ball and over five, turn six the ball times. Over so, five times right? I'll, yeah. I'll say this much. Next year, we got to all watch some games together. Oh, I would awesome. love to awesome. sit down with Flex and see him <laughs> get his game more, bro. Uh, <laughs> hey, I can't wait, brother Ed. I, I'll go right to you. I, I fly to you, brother. Let's do bro, it. I can't is, wait, man. We already know this is his way of calming everybody down. Right here, right? So, so my way of calming everybody down, I had to go back to my childhood and calm everybody down. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> that's little that's, that's me right there. <laughs> that's that's little E. Me. That's little E. I love it, bro. <laughs> I love it. Calm down. Calm down. Oh, man. Hey, hey man, that. I appreciate you giving us your time, man. It was hey, awesome brother. To come it's, in, man. And, uh, anytime. It's good to see you, brother. And like I said, you do, bro. And, this uh, is family right here. I appreciate right. having me yes, on, man. Y'all want to check hey, that hey. out. Get on your freaking radio <laughs> on Saturday morning, 1060 a.m., <laughs> and check out the Easy Sports Talk. You want all these great, great analogies <laughs> this dude come up with. I don't know. He just talked about the top of his head. Damn. <laughs> you and Paul. Paul's pretty good at too, but I think, oh, yeah. got a little, I think he's got a little a level up on Paul. But, <laughs> but yeah, check him out over at 1060 AM uh, KDUS every morning from 10 to noon on Saturday. So, appreciate hey, the hey, love, man. Man. I appreciate you, man. Love you, bro.
Love hey, you too, brother bro. Ed, brother Ed, Irv Smith Jr., baby, breakout, breakout yeah, year, yeah, yeah, we, breakout year, We got year, ready baby. to get it on, man. Hey, hey I'm coming back. To, when I get this back right, I'm coming back over to Jersey too. So whether you're out here, or I'm over there. We gonna get it in. Absolutely, right. we gotta see All nephew. Right. We gotta see nephew break out this go. year, baby. Yes, Much sir, more, baby. Love you, brother Ed. <laughs> Love All you right. too, man. Take All right, Ed. brothers. Yeah, that was Ed Smith, former. Atlanta Falcon tied in. Dude played Legend. in the Legend. championship game and made the Minnesota choking Vikings lose that damn championship. Damn, e, you got to go there, man. Come I'm on. sorry, dude. I got you, I brother. I, I want the Vikings to win that damn championship. And I wasn't I even a Vikings fan. I was like, that team deserved to win that damn championship. They was too good to lose that championship. You know, but, it's crazy anyway. that, that he, he was on that team, right? My man, yeah, brother Ed was on that, was that team. team. I was a little, I'm a little kid watching that game, man. Who would know years later? I'm talking to my man, talking brother Ed. Dude, that's crazy, man. Dude, that's freaking crazy. <laughs> God bless, man. God is good. Yeah, for sure, man. Hey, Flex, man we got to keep yes, this sir. thing rolling and, and let's 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 come back in here and calm you calmed everybody down bro so we're gonna come back in here and it's gonna be sons up three two ready to go home and ready to try to go on the road and win this damn thing uh, but matter of fact i missed that during the show i Talk missed that, that we are a team that has won every series in this dang on thing on the road a every series on the every road baby which is why i keep telling people to calm down that. we can win on the yeah, road calm, calm down, down. So, okay hey I, 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 this ain't that about panicking and being stupid and saying the sons ate this and this, this is just about the facts and let's just put things on throw it out there and see what we yeah. end up because we just talking sports but at the same time i'm still a sons fan i know this team is not gonna just go in there and lay down you know they're gonna nope. go in there and do what they gotta do so y'all heard it right here Flex got it in six. I got him in seven. Regardless, the sun's going to come out on top of this thing. So that's the whole thing. So let's everybody calm down like my little man said. Calm down. <laughs> calm down. And we go check y'all later on the next Believe the Phoenix Suns podcast. From Flex, from Earl, peace out, y'all. Peace out, Playing Orange. Bridges picks the pocket with a thunderous left hand. What's up, Larry? What's up, Larry? CB3, stop it. Calm down, calm down. Calm down, calm down. Calm down, calm down. Love it, love it. Calm down, calm down. Yes, sir. Calm down. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.